Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. I am your DM Steven, and with me today, we've got Michael. Michael. <laughs> Ian. Help. And M. <laughs> um, uh, we're excited that you're here with us today to go on another adventure in the wonderful world of Avastria and uh, with, with our Fae Forge X students. Um, before we do that, Make sure you go to foundfamiliar.com, order some coffee, use the code FAYFORGE at checkout, get 10% off your order, uh, support our little podcast, support a, a, a small business making amazing coffee uh, that has beautiful art on it and tastes fantastic uh, and hot, is super fresh. Hot coffee. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I like Wait, What I like he this. said. <laughs> uh, and, then, uh, and then go to greenleafgeek.com, use the code FAYFORGE there as well uh, to get dice and click clacks and... and other fun merch uh, and you may recognize the name Greenleaf Geek as uh, someone who was on the last episode of the Fae Forge Academy uh, Leah joined um, Michael and Chris and Ian for a little uh, mm-hmm. haunted one shot uh, and I uh, hope you enjoyed that yeah. it's, it's been really fun for me to listen uh, yeah. get 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 geeked get freaked you know exactly exactly I love the energy you're bringing today <laughs> I don't know what's going on <laughs> I don't <laughs> But I just want it to not stop. That's no, that's, okay. the moms. That's, that's where I'm at. Yeah. For the moms. Yeah. For the moms. Uh, and then uh, make sure you check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Fayforge Academy. Uh, it's two, two bucks a month. Um, gets you access to everything we have. Uh, I don't know if you know that, but that's that's less than, than a cup of coffee at Starbucks. In this um, economy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh you get to listen to our Patreon exclusive campaign. Granted, I have released two episodes on our main feed, but that's just to whet your whet your appetite. Um, so you get a, get a little taste of that, which is a very different feel from uh, our <laughs> our main campaign. It's a lot of fun, uh, and there's a lot of other other cool stuff on there too. I post some of my DM notes every once in a while. Uh, we've got custom classes. Um, there's some interviews with with different cast members. Uh, you get early access to things like art and stuff. And uh, but yeah, that uh, that goes to support us and help us uh, helps us to afford to make podcasts, which are not free, surprisingly, to make, even though they're free for you to listen to. Uh, and then if if you can't do that, we don't hold that against you. But uh, go leave a five star rating and review uh, on iTunes or Spotify or. Um, Anywhere else that you know that does that. Uh, that gives us warm fuzzies. Let's play D&D.
Blossom, you and Ariadne have spent the day sort of exploring Riverheart, getting the feel for the city, getting a sense for what your group is about to walk into. You discover a city that is um, in the midst of a strike, a struggle between the working class and the Rythen, the ruling class, the aristocrats uh, of this city. Um, you went book shopping. You found some interesting old texts uh, from Tindra, who is a uh, beautiful bookshop owner who has a collection of, of ancient texts in, in, for most people, mostly, mostly dead languages. Um, you showed Tindra that you have um, some unusual linguistic skills, uh, speaking languages that are not common, and some might even consider dead languages here on, uh, on Avastria. Um, she indicated that she had someone you, she wanted to introduce you to, um, uh, and also recommended an inn, uh, the Wing in Wood, though you have not made it that far. Kind of as the sun begins to set, after your, your day out uh, in Riverheart, you decide to head back to the ship um, to see uh, what Cause and the rest of the crew uh, is up to. Cause, uh, you mm. have gotten a quick rundown from Darva on some of the goings-on in, in the city. She's spoken to you about um, this new, essentially new union called the Karen Workers Union, uh, which is a... Um, joining of the Metallurgist Guild, the Riverheart Union of Shipping and Transport, and the Stonecutters Guild, um, kind of mm. all uniting their respective powers to try to force change um, within this city that is very um, hierarchical, uh, this city that is run by money uh, and, and nothing else. They are working together to try to change, especially the Fog, which is the uh, lowest level of this three-tiered city. Uh, where basically blue-collar workers and, and normal people who can't afford a life of luxury uh, live in mostly poverty and, and poor conditions uh, in this sort of damp environment uh, created by the mist from this waterfall that spreads within, within this lower section. Um, uh, she's shared a little bit with you about... Um, the tensions within the Deepstone family between particularly the Deepstones uh, and the Black Irons, though you very quickly learned that Darva, um, unlike her sister, Tali, who was the one who captured you, uh, is not not as capable in the uh, the more criminal aspects of what it means to be a part of the Deepstone or Black Iron families. Uh, and so... She is kind of left out of a lot of the understanding. Uh, Besky, uh, after a interesting conversation with Wylena that seemed to leave you leave you less sure of what steps you should take forward than than more, um, with still very little direction, uh, as well as your conversation with Blossom kind of bringing into question maybe not every single god needs to die um just a thought uh, you went 
you went on a fly, uh, as as one does. Um, and I am interested to know um, if there's anything that um, what what would be going through Besky's head as as he kind of takes off from this ship to clear his head. I also reached out to Walena about this stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. And, and she was just like, what was the response? She, I think she was just like, <laughs> she, she gave, basically all- gave, gave you, um, cause you were, you were kind of, she, she started asking you questions about w- where the questioning of her plan came mm, from. That's right. 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 Uh, and, and sort of indicated that she wouldn't trust Blossom. Ooh, um, right. I mean, that's fair. Me and Wylena are going to have some word. <laughs> <laughs> Besky's like, that's uh-huh. fair? What is this? I'm but, kidding. <laughs> but, also, but also indicated that, like, in Wylena's book, like, she doesn't see any other solution um, yeah. to, to her problem, which is why she's, she's set on this path. Um, I think I know where I'm going with it now. Before, I was like okay. actually conflicted as a player too, but I think mm-hmm. it's things are starting to paint a better picture for me. Okay. So. okay. Um, what's going through Besky's mind, which is actually going through my mind, like it's you know, I know him. He is me. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is trying to like weigh the responsibilities uh, that's put upon him and trying to figure out if he has any way to practice any discernment, like any autonomy for his own, um, despite you know, being given this instruction by his matron um, and trying to advocate for his friend and knowing that, like, through these adventures, not everything has always been black and white. And um, there were times where alternative, like, uh, choices can be made, That ones that, like, you know, things can be both. You know, a lot of the times it's not black and white. Um, so I think Besky is reflecting probably on like thinking about his favorite person blossom and then also thinking about like when he was raised by you know three devil devilish aunties in the in the nine hells (laughs) for a bit um and just like i existed in like you know one of the places that's like the most damn damning place and like there was still like good qualities to people and, and, and stuff like that. So I think he's mulling that over and trying to extrapolate that or expound that into the bigger cosmos, like gods and killing gods and decisions on that. It's like, well, this is probably not also a black and white decision either. And so I think he's just trying to fly around and come to grips with trying to follow the letter of Walena as close as he can, but Ultimately, the decision's up to him because, um, well, Lena's, she, she's not trapped anymore, right? She's not. No, you, you, you freed her. You did free her. And she has, she has indicated while she is pretty firm on her belief that, that, um, killing all the gods is the best, best next Mm -hmm. step. Um, she has indicated that she chose you because she thought you were just, just kind of inherently a good person uh, mm-hmm. and that she trusts you and and won't reject you necessarily mm-hmm. for like not following her path specifically mm-hmm. you don't know me well you don't know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah uh so yeah he's just kind of like flying um you know can you use the fly spell underwater 
Damn. I I think that's called swimming. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but if you go, whoosh, like you know, yeah, those that's birds what I was thinking. That, like eat yeah, fish yeah. on the surface. You know, birds. you know. Well, he's yeah, birds. Uh, so I think what he's doing is just like flying because there's water near us too, right? And stuff like cause uh, we're, yeah, you're you're in a port essentially. So yeah, I mean, I'm getting far away enough to like where people can't see me, and then like I'll go low into the waves, uh, and not like hit the waves, but I'll like just like. I will kind of nonchalantly like blast at some waves to kind of have like sea sea spray hit me as I like coast through some some waves and stuff, um, and uh, I think he's just kind of like it's a bit like all of Besky's magic, and this is kind of good that he's like thinking through this too. All of Besky's magic has always had an intent and a purpose. He's never kind of just like casted things or made things or done things just to do stuff. And so I think right now he's just trying to like stretch, like flex, like whatever the arcane thing of like stretching or flexing his magic uh, to feel like it's more magic that belongs to him and it isn't always about Walena, which it is. But he's just like, and that's why he's like blasting at waves and letting the, the spray hit him. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe like using some other magic stuff that he has that are cantrips uh Mm -hmm. like sacred flame and stuff like that just like doing things that kind of just make him feel good about his magic uh and making him feel it more owned for him and the decisions that he makes i feel like it's the the um arcane version of like just going and and like hitting the gym super hard like yeah like just like like working out all those like arcane muscles essentially um to mm-hmm. to try to process all that all that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's what he's essentially doing. Um, yeah, that's what he's doing. He's just like kind of flexes magic muscles and, and, and thinking about stuff. Um, after like he's satisfied, um, he'll kind of lazily do like some lazy flying loops and make his way back over to the ship. Uh, so. Besky, as you as you land back on the ship, Blossom and Ariadne are, are coming back to the ship after their day in Riverheart, uh, and Cause and Rain emerge onto the onto the deck as well. Um, well, actually, Cause, um, you specifically have Darva and Captain Odira uh, on ship with you as 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 mm. you've decided to stay on ship all day. Is there anything that you'd want to talk with either of them about? Um, any hmm. questions you had kind of during this day while while Besky's clearing his head and Blossom and Ariadne are um, exploring. I would want to know if they, either of them have any contacts, particularly like shady underworld contacts here in uh, in Riverheart. Uh, and barring that, if they just have like, you know, some other uh, like, like, like a, a, tr- a trusted either shady or someone who they trust um you know I'm look we're because Kaz is really looking to find that get that angle on getting himself and uh his, his friends sort of incognito installed into the uh in, into the dwarven court he's not not trying to announce himself as it were yeah um <clears throat> well why don't you why don't you approach one or both of them 
together uh, in character, and we can uh, see what kind of answers you get. All right. So, Kaz would definitely start off with, with Captain Odira. Um, okay. Not that Darva isn't a reliable or, or valuable, just Captain Odira is Captain Odira. You know, Kaz would uh, look for Captain Odira probably early morning one day on, uh, on the deck and mm-hmm. uh, see if he could get her attention for, uh, for a little a little tete-a-tete, a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, and, and knowing, knowing Captain Odira, you have to get her kind of a little bit before the sun rises if you're getting her on deck. Um, oh, yeah, good point. I forgot that. <clears throat> yeah. yeah she, she, she don't like that full sun, does she? Um, <laughs> no. Sorry, did I say early morning? I meant early dusk. There we yeah. go. Uh, so I, I will say a little bit before... Um, it's funny. I thought to myself, I was like, "Yeah, she's a vampire. She's powerful. She like she probably knows people." Let me talk to her in the full sun. Hmm. Yeah, no. yeah. And, and that's the end of Captain Odina. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the captain. Okay, no. Yeah. So, so as you as you approach her, um, kind of, she has just emerged from her uh, quarters. Um, and steps out. She dresses a lot more casual on on days that uh, y'all are mostly just traveling. Um, and as you just arrived on the ship, so she's she's just got kind of a, a white button-down shirt, very very piratey, poofy, uh, if if you know what I mean by by that, with the, like the flowing right. flowing arms yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, piratey poofy. Pir- yeah. yeah, pirate poofy uh, mm-hmm. is a, a very classic uh, style. Um, that was my Halloween costume this year. Hoy, even. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as you approach her, she says, um, "So, cause." Um, You've got some big decisions to make coming up, don't you? Oh, that's right, Captain. And, uh, be, uh, I'd be kidding myself if I thought I could do it all on my own. I want as much help as I can get. Well, I believe I've, I believe she told you this already, but if she didn't, she says, um, well, we came here with the intent of helping you, so what can I do for you? I'm looking for a way into my grandfather's court. I don't want to announce myself just yet. And I want to make sure that I've got a way to get not just myself in, but my friends as well. Besky, Blossom, Ariadne. I mean, he hesitates for a moment and says, Ryan, oh, we need to get in. We need to get in close. Thinking of if we can position ourselves as some kind of purveyors of uh, of goods, or or perhaps uh, uh, maybe sticking to our strengths of taking care of problems that other people can't. But in order to get that happening, I need to know what's going on in the court. I've been away for a long time. I need to get a lay of the land. Do you know anybody? Uh, I know it's a big ask. <clears throat> uh. She says, well, um, I've worked with your family, um, oh. a few times. Not, not often. I don't like to do it. It's a, um, well, well, necessary evil, but, um, God, are they really that bad? Well, I mean, I knew it, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, isn't, she says, isn't there a reason you, uh, Ran away. Well, I wasn't so much running away as I was. Uh, it's well, let's not get into that now. Uh, but yeah, it's been a long time, and 
I'd like to think they've gotten better since then, and I suppose I'm just fool myself. I mean, when your family is essentially the gatekeeper of the economy of an entire continent, um, even if some of them are getting better, the machine keeps moving. Mm. So, uh, I had a couple contacts. Um, one was a dwarf named Alorik. Um, Alorik. Yeah, he's kind of a, he's kind of an ass, but uh, well, he's at the fi- the Fireleaf Inn uh, fairly frequently. Um, he's sort of a, um, I I don't know how to say it better than uh, he's he's a walking job board <laughs> um, for things that the uh, that your family wants to contract out. All right, Alorik. Um. What was his last name? Uh, Lorik Battlehammer. Which actually caused... Um, that is the same dwarf that you spoke to months ago who gave you the job to go to Nairine. <laughs> when, when you were Tordek Eversharp. Yes. Gotcha. Um, I had his name written down as Balor with a hard B. But I will I'll update my notes quarterly. <coughs> yeah, it is. Uh, here's I'll put it in the chat. Yeah, and in the one shot when they were hired by Baloric Battlehammer, that's Aloric's brother. Name obviously. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's his, his twin. <laughs> yeah, family was not super creative with the names. Let me tell you. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard when I, I imagine I imagine there's so many like family rabbits. names. You know, you have to like yeah, you got you got to honor the gods, honor the traditions, and honor you know. The ancestors, and so you just you just you got a handful of names you're stuck with, and, and they're kind of repetitive. Uh, so that so that is one. And then she says, if you're looking for something a little bit less direct, um, there's a a Yuan T mm. named named Taiso Ver, who I would not trust in any way, shape, or form. He's part of the leadership of the new uh, Karen Workers Union. Uh, was officially the the head of the Riverheart Union and Ship, Union of Shipping and Transport. But um, if I'm being honest, I can't put my finger on it. But he gives me a vibe that I'm just not sure about. The ick. He's very cozy. He's very the ick. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he's very, very cozy with the Rythin. Hmm. Especially for someone who runs a union. But um, being connected to the Rythin means being connected to your family in a lot of ways. Hmm. Uh, so perhaps you could go the um, mediator route. Or, or something in this um, trade dispute. Mm. Those are those are probably the two best contacts I have. Um, I do imagine that there is going to be. It, it's only a matter of time before um, the Rhythen and the Deepstone start using um, more aggressive tactics in these in this strike. Um, and I know you all are good at um, creative so- problem solving, and so perhaps <laughs> there's another another way in and get information you need from those two uh, without having to directly work with them. 
but that's the information that I have. Can you tell me more about this this workers' strike going on right now? Well, um, for a long time there were three separate um, guilds and unions uh, in Riverheart. There's the Metallurgist Guild, um, the Riverheart Union of Shipping and Transport, and the Stonecutters Guild. Um, <clears throat> those three operated very independently of one another, but particularly um, the head of the Metallurgist Guild and the head of the Stonecutters Guild started to push for unity between the three to in- increase their pull on um, the Rythen and um, and then the Deepstones and, and those that own the mines. Uh, the The sort of two movers and shakers, if you will, are um, a dwarven woman named Thyroka Ruby Delver and a um, uh, and an earth genasi um, named Arden Fisher. Uh, the two of them are very very much um, blue collar workers they they grew up working the mines, working the forges, um, not from wealthy families or anything of that nature, but um, both of them have um, sway over the people that they work with, and they have strong senses of justice. Now, Taiso, um, the head of, of the Riverheart Union of Shipping and Transport, uh, he comes from... Uh, a family with connections to the calling, uh, which is the wealthy, the wealthy portion of, of the city of Riverheart. Mm-hmm. Um, he has presented himself as a, as a fighter for social justice, but um, his pockets are always lined, so he doesn't have the same sway that the other two do. But he's gone along with this so far. But as those houses joined, um, they've really, um, w- the last I heard, um, the economy is sort of grinding to a halt. Um, and as you look look out kind of across the deck into the porch, you see just piles of, mm. of crates of crates and, and boxes just sitting in the port. You see... Um, uh, Primarily in this section would be would be the um, the workers, um, the rust workers, Riverheart Union of Shipping and Transport, um, uh, just sitting on top of these these crates and stuff. Some of them have 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 signs. There's the very clearly st- struck work, um, right? There's um, just piles of boxes piling up outside of ships. Mm. Um, there are guards, kind of. Not not doing anything more than just sort of standing, looking tough in between um, those workers and um, and ships, but just looking out. It's very different from the last time you were here, where um, the economy was flowing smoothly. Right, everyone had their jobs and their orders, and and ships came in and out at a pretty rapid pace. Uh-huh. Um, but that's kind of what she gives you as far as uh, what's going on. Um, and then she says, just speaking from my observation of your group, the other option you have is just 
Go find the trouble. <laughs> well, we'll be finding trouble. No doubt about that. Hopefully we'll be able to find trouble before it finds us. <laughs> Hopefully. She puts a almost consoling hand on your shoulder. Um, <laughs> I stare at the ground. <laughs> the deck. But as you, as you, she, she gets serious for a second. Um, as you come up with your, your plan, though, um, if there's a job you have for me, I, I and my crew will help you. Hmm. Well, that's extremely generous of you. I'll, I will take that into consideration and, and trust all my captain. I won't be leading your crew into anything that's, I won't try to mislead you. If there's anything that I need help with, I'll do my best to convey exactly how dangerous it's going to be. Because if we're going up against the Unions, the Rythen, the Deepstones, well, uh, you don't need me to tell you. It can go bad. Quick. <laughs> no, I, I believe that you will be, be honest about the fact that you will get us into trouble. Well, I think when we go get the rest of the group together, let's go pay old Alaric a, a visit. Okay. I think uh, Tordic might have some information from him. Uh, his recent return from Nairin. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of as you finish that conversation, that's when, when Besky touches back down and mm-hmm. um, Blossom and, and Ariadne return. Uh, and your group is, is together on the deck of the ship. What are your next steps? Well, y'all know why we're here. My grandmother's been captured by, well, She's been kidnapped. There's no way around it. My family's hard. Hard to be around and hard-headed. And they have brought her back in forcibly. In an effort to lure me in as well. And if what Tally Blackiron says is true, and I don't have any reason to think she's going to lie to me about it, they're trying to get their hands on me too. Once the Blackirons have everyone they need, they're going to enact a coup. Normally, I'd say to seven hells with them. Let them rot. Wait, Besky, are there seven or nine hells? There's, there's nine. Nine, okay. Sorry, I've, I've never been. Uh, <clears throat> anyhow, to the nine hells with them. Let them rot. But with Ketla caught up in the middle of it. The city's on very high alert. Um, we, we went in j- just to look around, and I may have accidentally said your name out loud and then we were followed for quite some time so mm. probably best to be cautious very much so Oof. well they know that I'm here somewhere Tali will tell them soon enough if she hasn't already so I don't think there's going to be great harm in that awesome well, thank you for being honest with me do you have any way to look not like you look. Uh, I've got quite a few tricks. I think maybe it might be best for us all to look not like we look. Blossom glances down at uh, her still bloodstained outfit and is like, I think I agree. <laughs> Did you go into town and you didn't... You've been in... Are you okay? You've been in those clothes for a while. I... I- Ariadne and I were going to to go to the shops to change, but um, we we thought it, it would be better to check back 
uh, with you all first. Sure. Uh, okay. But yes, I I realize now I look slightly conspicuous in this. <laughs> and she looks more than slightly conspicuous. She is concerning looking as always. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I'll use I have a I have a uh, Eldritch invocation for disguise self, so I'm gonna Yeah. Uh I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna look like an infernal. I haven't really done that before, so I'll look like a I'll look like a Yeah, a tiefling meat. That's what I mean, like, you know. Mm. I was like, I was like, oh, we're going for like a, a barbed devil or something. That's, that's <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know if that's very super inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like different sorts of like infernal like tieflings, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's different styles of tieflings. Yeah. So. Yeah. Once you transform into a tiefling, we both do the Spider-Man point at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll. You know what? I'll look like. I'll look like. Uh, maybe actually more inconspicuous. <laughs> Like maybe just for now because it's a gig and I can do this itself I'm just gonna look like uh, Blossom's partner in crime like I'm also going to have like I'm also gonna have like cottagecore stuff but there's blood on the cottagecore outfit like whatever guys wear for cottagecore it's gonna be a tiefling person that's same complexion and like you know maybe facial structure and white hair um, maybe like Maybe uh, hair that is. Um, what kind of hair should this character have? Maybe. Uh, yeah, kind of just like. Kind of similar to like Asterian hair. We'll do that. We'll be like. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do that, and like in in, in cottage core clothing for guys, and and also, but just blood stained. I love how quickly Baldur's Gate 3 has just made it into the zeitgeist. You're like a stare in here and we're all like, oh yeah, okay. Oh yes, mm-hmm. we know. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're onto something there. And uh, with uh, with the group's permission, I think let's all be tieflings. Oh my god. <laughs> Gang. <laughs> Title of the episode, Let's All Be Tieflings. Uh, and we all, we all for some reason now also have Glocks. <laughs> tieflings with guns. <laughs> cottage, cottage cord. Yeah, go ahead. Tieflings tieflings with what? I was going to say, that's the title of the episode, Tieflings with Guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. cottage cord Tieflings with Guns right. is what it should be. We're in our little, like, frilly white blouses <laughs> and our little boots. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Flowers in our hair and guns. <laughs> uh, just the most gangster poses. Like got them anime swords. The whole thing. Some of my teeth. Yeah, my my tiefling. Some of his teeth have like silver in them, and he's just like doing. There you go. I got the grill. Yeah, <laughs> that tiefling grill. So yeah, exactly. I am once again begging for fan art. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and spend. Uh, yeah, fans, this is for you. I'm spending this fifth level spell slot for y'all. I'm spending a fifth level spell slot here to cast Seeming. It is a fifth level illusion spell. Can affect any number of creatures I can see within range. So, the group, um, and for the next eight hours, we will look just like a group of badass cottage core tieflings. Wait, how how many how many can you affect with that? As any number of creatures I can see within thirty feet, like the whole crew of the Scorned Scan. <laughs> you know what? I was actually in just our group, but yeah, I'm gonna actually hold on a second. Hey, Captain Odira. <laughs> 
The Scorn and Scan definitely sounds like a cottagecore pirate gang. <laughs> uh, that's also true. <laughs> yes, Cos? Uh, do you think it might be useful to the safety of you and your crew if we uh, perhaps uh, changed our appearances? Um, absolutely. I'm, I'm not unknown in this, in this town. How do you feel about Tafels? Uh, I, f- I feel like I have met many tieflings that I like. All right. Well, go ahead and describe one that you like to me, because that's going to be <laughs> your new you for the next eight hours. And as, as she did, gives me that description, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast the spell. It, it, I mean, fifth level spell slots are so overpowered. I mean, not only can I do any number of creatures in 30 feet, it lasts eight hours, no concentration, casting time, one action. I snap my fingers. Yes. It happens. That is that is wild. <laughs> it's so wild. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a. Uh, it's, it is an illusion, right? So fails to hold up to physical inspection. Someone like, you know, passes their hand through like my frilly, my frilly blouse, um, and they actually I, I'm already wearing a frilly blouse. If anyone tries to interact with my tiefling tail, it'll just their hand will pass right through it. There we go. So, um, as you as you all transform uh, into various versions of tieflings with guns, Cos, uh, why don't you why don't you take the lead? So, as we all kind of <clears throat> settle into those new shapes in our farms, you know, kind of getting used to like the new gate, uh, making sure that we, you know, some of us have to start getting used to like ducking, going through doorways, because up until now we never had to do that. <laughs> we, Blossom's just staying there like, ooh, oh, ah, uh, you might want to, oh, ah, uh, all right, mm, you'll get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm, I was just, my, my mind was just kind of like racing, thinking of like other things like, man, like now that I'm a tiefling, like what's the else is different? Uh, lots. Okay, so <laughs> let it go. Um, so now that we are all in our new forms, we make our way off the score and scan, right? Back into the calling of Riverheart and yeah. I, and actually for for Besky for Besky and Cause all um, since you haven't experienced experienced this um, there are a few different walkways to get up because because the port the port city or the port part of the city is actually um, it's sea level right um, the calling the second level um, is elevated above where you are so you have to take these these really uh, you, these these there's three specifically for um, travelers essentially people who don't have official um, like who aren't who aren't coming from a, a country to do to do trade or a large a large a large company or something like that just your at your average traveler coming to to Riverheart is one of these three pathways up cause you would recognize the the stone that's got this like gold filigree engraved around it. Um, these beautiful pathways that are very starkly different compared to if you look past these these mm-hmm. um, almost like ramps you see into the beginnings of the fog um, and there's this this almost surreal looking juxtaposition of this like bright beautiful um, elegant pathway with this like almost decaying dark damp mm-hmm. um, cave like section <clears throat> of, of this city um, as you as you as you all begin to walk up, there are all sorts of different types of people. Um, you see Eric Cockras, you see 
goliaths you see humans elves um and everything in, be- in between squad of it's tieflings almost, there, there are tief- there's tieflings um it's Big almost a gang of tieflings the city gang. like it's a it's, it's, a, just, it's metropolitan there, there's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. number of different types of walks of people here exactly um as you get through, you have to you have to go through security checkpoints. Um, you all have to fill out these paperwork regarding your your pistols <laughs> that, that you're carrying. Um, Wait, do we actually as, have guns? I, well, I was under the impression that you were tieflings with guns. So we got some. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. I mean, like illusory guns, or like did Odira like you know help us complete the vibe? I was assuming it was part of your illusion, but I mean. Odira does have some some like flintlock pistols. Should I be adding a flintlock pistol to my character sheet, Steven? Because I would love to. Sure. Oh my sure. god. <laughs> sure. You, wait, wait. Can we actually all be tieflings with guns? What? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're the act, you're the only real tiefling with a gun. Um, <laughs> but is my gun real? <laughs> is now I, the tiefling is real? But is if, the gun? <laughs> if you want it to be real. Uh, there are flintlock pistols on board. Oh this my god. god! I do. I want. I want on my little apron belt. I want rolling pin on one side, Glock on the other. <laughs> is this is this our queerest episode? Hey, <laughs> with magic, everything's possible. That, I, honestly, I think that's a. God, what would even be our queerest episode? Okay, we'll have Not to discuss this in the Discord later. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you know what our queerest episode is, message us on, on Twitter. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, weigh in on this Something one. Else. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so, so you all have to go through this process where um, they have these... Um, essentially, the, the guards allowing people into the city are... There's a sketch artist there that they they take detailed drawings of, of each of your, your flintlock pistols and, and stuff, It's but they don't take them from you. Um, but they want to have them identified uh, and who they belong to. To fast forward this, you give them some. I guess you're tort. Oh no, you're not Tordek Eversharp anymore. Oh no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing Tordek here because uh, I want to. I want to come in a little bit sideways I'm on Balork. On Alork here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so you give them. Give them your some some generic tiefling names and and everybody walks on through uh as as the sun has been setting it's the end of the day the the calling is um almost shoulder to shoulder um with people um and there are vendors selling all sorts of different goods um treats uh extravagant things there's beautiful different um bars and taverns and 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 inns and everything 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 you can think of uh, mm. is here. Um, as you make your way to the fire leaf, um, and you enter enter in, uh, it is a high class sort of bar. Um, uh, at least where Aloric is, um, the volume kind of drops a little bit as as you all enter from the noise of outside. Um, but there's a classic Don Jarius song playing in the background. Um, Ooh, <laughs> you're, the, you're, the only, you're the only three people in the room that don't like it. Um, <laughs> uh, the tables almost look marble um, uh, with gold inlay around them. Um, uh, you see this large dwarf, um, mm. big black beard, um, scraying a little bit. Um, he's 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 over five feet tall, which for a dwarf is towering. Yeah. 
It's like shack, the shack of dwarves. <laughs> um, <laughs> he has a large, a large um, goblet of some some sort of drink, uh, eating and laughing. There's a couple other dwarves sitting at this um, this booth with him, um, and uh, and and cause. How do you what? Describe how you approach this. What do you do? So. I, I I'm gonna say we may, we come in kind of like cause I want I I want these like these are like our non our anti incognito personas right I want to draw attention to these so later on when we drop these people will will you know the keep thing about those tieflings <laughs> okay so I say we come in like big we come in start like you know. Make, make like a make kind of make make a show when we come in, you know, like 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 come in looking big, you know, chest out, and then when we yeah. see a Loric, just like walk up to him like we know him, and just uh, start talking, you know. I see, I see him from across the room and just uh, let, me, let me get on my <coughs> cottage core uh, tiefling voice here. What hell, Loric? Long time no see. Come, come. Don't act so surprised. You knew you'd see me again. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Oh, don't be sorry. You've nothing to apologize for. But first, a drink. Oh, Lark, are you still quaffing down that fine dwarven brandy like I know you too? <laughs> I, I am. Uh, r- remind me... Uh... Your name, friend. Letty Tinbottom, pleasure to see you again, Alork, although I'm so sad to see that you've forgotten me after all we've been through together. But please, but please, I trust that you are... How could you forget the dancing Tinbottoms? That's right. All of us. What this actually is is the most anime episode. <laughs> yeah. There are lines of action. People are pointing across the room. Um, so as these, as you three cottage core tieflings uh, uh, enter into this and, and start engaging with him, Cause uh, as you were in the lead, because you have seeming up, I am going to let you make this roll with advantage, but I'm going to need a deception check. Oh my goodness. Well, this is or happening. actually, actually, I'll give you performance because this is this is a performance. <laughs> While this is happening, I'm like clearing my my like uh, you know like my decorated teeth, like my blinged out teeth. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm also swinging like from my hip, my rose gold pocket watch, just like <laughs> just kind of swinging that thing. <laughs> what would you would you say that with between the illusion and the, uh, the the clear help I'm getting from my companions here, that would have advantage on this check? Yes. All right. Okay. Asking a bard of a performance check. Gross. Uh, I rolled a, roll a three on the dice. <laughs> got a tw- so I'm pretty sure you're gonna you're gonna pass. I got a twenty-eight. Uh, uh, the the tin the tin <laughs> bottoms. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, and you three can very clearly see he is he is trying as fast as he can to catch up and cannot. But uh, he says, "Well, that was a great time to put a drink in his hand." Uh, uh, dwar- yes, uh, uh, dwarven brandy. I actually, I, I have a, I have a goblet. Um, put for for old friends, please. Um, uh, he just sort of signals to the bar, um, uh, where there's another dwarf there. He says, it, it, "It's on me. It's it, it's on me for, for, friends." Um, 
and and a variety of drinks start to show up at your table. Uh, now, um, forgive, an, forgive an old dwarf for um, uh, my slow, slow reaction to you. It's It's been so long since I've watched the dancing tin bottoms. Uh, what brings you to the fire leaf today? Why you, dear friend, why you? We came here to, of course, grace this town with our performance and our personas, but I see this town is seized in the midst of a strike. You wouldn't know anything about this, would you, Alorg? <sighs> Who doesn't know something about this strike if you've been in this town for more than ten days? Um, some of the <clears throat> uh, workers have decided that they don't believe the Rythen is treating them well. And um, they've bonded together um, in a show of Admirable force. Well, that does sound like it would be quite the problem. Hmm. Well, for old times' sake, I do. I believe. I do believe. I owe you a favor. What can we do to help? Yes, that favor. Remind me. Uh, what sort of favor? Oh, uh, a very deep and profound favor. I am forever in your debt for the great service you have done for me and my family as I gesture to the rest of my, my dancing tin bottoms. He talks about nothing but it. I do a little tap dance. <laughs> why, we toast the why we toast your name nightly for the great service you've done for us. Jesus, I, he just rolled a, a two on another dancing <laughs> check. Um, <laughs> We're so good at this. We're so good at this. Uh, <laughs> He says, um, <clears throat> well, um, outside of your obvious proclivity for entertainment, uh, what other skills might you have that I could enlist? All of us pull our glocks out at the same time. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'll say, yeah, we be blasting. <laughs> That's literally it was like just like pull the belt down and like peel out the glock and just wink. <laughs> understood. understood. Um, put those down. Uh, we don't need to be waving those around. I in. I kiss mine before I put them away. Took mine back in my belt. <laughs> Interesting. Um, hmm. Um, and, and you can still see just the the confusion on his face, and he's he's very much trying. Cause you have you've met Aloric, yes, many times in your life. Yes, um, he's very used to being in control of social situations. Mm -hmm. Sort of thrives on that. Yep. Um, and you can see him just racking his brain um, for how to get control back. Um, uh, and he says, "Well, I have a couple of jobs." Um, what would you what are your moral limits <laughs> look I didn't come all this way to repay a favor to talk about moral limits I, I, I guess a better way to say that would um, is is gold a particular influence on your actions oh and I just I just flash him like my all gold grill you got to <laughs> then I think I do have a favor to ask you. And we'll have to find out what that favor is next time on the Faithful. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thanks, 
episode is on. Aren't you glad, Steven? You were like, let's record for 10 more minutes. Oh, I am. That is. That was unexpected, and uh, I'm feeling great about it. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Uh, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FayForge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out you can do so alongside me on twitter at kiss of hemlock hey i'm adelaide gardner you can find me at oh adelaide hi i'm emily or m and you can find me at emily irv that's e-m-i-l-y-e-r-v on twitter and instagram my name is michael sinclair the second you can find me at michael crits on twitter and on twitch theme music by dave cole of the four orbs podcast for more music check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faith Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.